0: You're listening to a podcast by Abide Church and Pastor Dan DeBell in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We pray this podcast helps you live, love, and look more like Jesus this week. Enjoy the message. Thank you guys for being a church today. For real. It's, it's amazing just to meet with God. Um, man, I'm reminded as I look across the room. Uh, The DeBells could speak to this as well. We were talking about this in the pre-service meeting that um, never despise small beginnings. That God God always comes through. And it's cool to look around the church and see even on a snowy, cold January morning, it's cool to see people hungry for God and for his word and for more of him and for revival. And I love what we've been talking about, what Pastor Dan's been talking about recently with revival. It's been so good. He's been talking about revival in me, how it starts with us. And then last week he was talking about revival in us, that as a church body and as, in, as people coming together, there's revival in us. He was going to talk about revival in assembly this week and had a really cool uh, object lesson planned with it, like a Legos and stuff. And it was going to be awesome. Um, unfortunately, um, he got sick. And so... Um, that's another reason we take communion. That's another reason we, we pray. And I just encourage us all, for myself and for all of us, let's pray not only for our pastors, but let's pray for our church family. Let's pray for the people that are in our lives. Uh, I, I know sometimes I'm so guilty of being like, yeah, I'll pray for you. Give a thumbs up emoji, and then that's it. Like I don't pray for him, and I need to pray for him. So we, let's pray and lift up because God wants to heal God is a healer that's who he is and not only with healing but with everything that's going on in our lives that's why God's able to come through and he's able to help us he's our comforter he's our provider and um like I said a little bit earlier today I don't have like a huge message I'm not the best speaker (laughs) as if you could tell by me saying shneveling snow or whatever I said so there's always that that's always good and now it's recorded good um (laughs) but here's the deal God's word is true and that's why we come here is for him and for his word to get inside of us and that's something that as I've been thinking about what Pastor Dan's been preaching on as we've been going into our word and reading um God's word is what changes people's lives God is what changes lives and as we focus on him, uh, he, he comes through every single time. And the word that as we talk about revival um, and as we do communion, as we do these things, I'm just reminded of this verse in Romans 12:2. This is the word that God put on my heart personally for the year. Um, and I think it fits perfectly with what we've been talking about. And I feel like everybody has read this verse at some point and knows of this verse. But I love the Passion Translation because it says, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you. That's a message in of itself. (laughs) But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. A total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will for you as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. I think about revival and as listening back to these messages and diving into God's word, revival sometimes whenever we hear it, it gets in our heart. And we're like, come on, yes, I love revival. Excited to see Jesus move in my life. Excited to see Jesus move in our church. Excited to see Jesus move in our heart. There's something that leaps inside of it because our our spirit becomes alive. But if I'm not careful, and I, I know I'm probably not the only one here, but it stops up here. It'll be like, oh, awesome, let's go. And then my mind will be like, well, I mean, there's this. And have you seen the state of the world today? And, you know, sickness is going and all this stuff. And and all these doubts start to come. And that's the importance of this verse, is being transformed and having a total reformation of how we think. And that's through God's word. And I was talking with Emily about this yesterday of uh, just a simple illustration is it's if I'm driving a huge cruise ship, and I don't know why I'm the captain, but I'm the captain, okay, so I'm driving a huge cruise ship, but it's my life, and and you're driving, you got the big uh, steer thingy, there we go, that's good, Uh, (laughs) and so whatever it's called, it's not coming to my mind, but you got it, and you're going, and uh, so, and you're, you're looking out, you're guiding your own life, and you're going this and that way, and this is what life is like, you're, you're, you're driving, you're going, you're looking at the clear skies, you're trying to make a pathway for yourself, clear and making sure no obstacles get in the way, and then stuff will come up, and the seas will come, but what the Word of God was like in my life was like that little tiny lifeboat, like that's, that's like chained up, and you know, it's there, and it's good, but I'll just use it just in case. Like if I ever get in trouble, I'll throw the boat into the water and I'll be good, okay? That's that's kind of what the the Bible was like for me, God's word. Like I'd I'd been around it and Christian school and all these different things, but you know, just in case if I ever get lost or need help or something, I'll throw it out there and and I'll I'll be safe. And that's kind of what God's word was like for me. But realizing God wants our life, God wants his word to be like the engine of that cruise ship. It makes the whole thing run. It's the one leading. It's the one guiding it. It's throughout, if the engine doesn't work, nothing works, right? And so that's what he wants his word to be like. But I think whenever, and I'm not alone in this, but whenever stuff comes up in our life, whenever sickness comes into our life, whenever worries come into our life, whenever doubt comes into our life, we get the tendency of, Number one, I'm going to worry about it. Like, this is just me. I'm just going to be honest and vulnerable in church. This, this is what it's been like for years of my life. And it's been, oh, well, I'll be worried. And I'll worry about it. And then second thing, I'll go talk it out. I'll go talk it out with Emily. And we'll, we'll see. And then third, I'll try, to, I'll try to work it out. Like, it was just a pattern of. And then the last thing, I'll, I'll go to God's word. And I don't know if that's just me, but I think there's times in our life where we're all like, how are we going to work this out? And then, well, I got God's word. Oh, yeah, God's word. That's all that's I need to do. It's like a reminder. But God wants us to focus on him. And I love what Jesus says. Jesus says this in Matthew 4, 4, whenever he was tempted in the wilderness, whenever he was tempted, but not only tempted, but some could see it as getting attacked by the devil. The devil came and he tried to tempt him. He tried to trip him up. He tried to bring obstacles in his way. But what did Jesus say? What did God say right whenever he was tempted? These three words. It is written. It is written. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. On every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And I love that's what Jesus did. His first thing, he could have brought worry. He could have tried to talk it out. He could have tried to do his own his own thing. But he said, "No. Here's what God says. Here's who God is. God says this, and every single word that comes out of the mouth of God is what I live on. Is what my mind goes towards. Is what I'm thinking about. And whenever we think about the sickness going on in our world, even here in our church, whenever we think about politics, whenever we think about all these things, we look at the state of our world, the state of our own lives personally." It can be easy to be filled with doubt or worry or our first human reaction. But God wants us to say our first response is, it is written. It is written. And that's what I love. One of the things I wanted to, to honor Randy for. I love how every single time I talk to Randy, he always <laughs> he's vulnerable, but he always shares this. And I know if you guys have I've been able to have a conversation with him, any text that he would give, he would say, hey, here's what God's speaking to me. Because he needs it inside of him. Because for him, but for us, we need it. It needs to be the first response out of our mouth. Because there's going to be things going on for your life. Think about your own life personally. Finances, whether that's family members, sickness, whatever you're dealing with right now. God wants you to have a scripture for that situation. And that's what we're going to do today here in a little bit. We're going to pray. We're going to have some scriptures up on the screen. And just take time, whatever your situation is, to get God's word in your heart. Because it works. Because it's who God is. It's not just a magical book. (laughs) It's the very words of God, what God says about you, who God is, and how he loves you. And so today, I just wanted to share Psalm 91. And just let God do what God does best. Let this sink into your hearts today for your situation. It's not just for safety and healing and protection. But I pray that as we read this t- together, that you'll see God's heart for you individually. That this isn't just a prayer that we pray for safety. Or we're going to read some in church. It's God says this about you. He knows everything you need if it matters to you it matters to him and so let's let god speak psalm 91 verse 1 says whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty anybody need rest today rest in the shadow of the almighty i will save the lord He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. We can trust in God. Sometimes we can't trust in humans. Humans will let us down. But it's my God in whom we trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. Whenever those things attack us, his faithfulness is our shield. He gives us the sword of the spirit, he gives us his shield and we get to remind the devil Look what God's done. Look who God is. You're already defeated. His faithfulness is our shield and rampart. You won't fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may follow your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not Come near you you will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked if you say the lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling no harm will overtake you no disaster will come near your tent for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways He will command his angels to guard you. That's a promise from God. God has angels guarding you everywhere you go. That will lift you up in their hands so that you won't strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. This last part is so good. This is God's heart for you, for me, for us. God loves you. He wants to talk to you. He will talk to you. He wants to protect you. He's with you all the time. He loves you. This is his heart for you. This is his heart for me. This is his heart for everybody. If we allow him to be our father, if we allow him to be our shield and take care of us. And today he wants to take care of us. He really does. And I don't know what you walked in here with. I know we all have stuff going on. But the good news is God knows what you're dealing with. He knows what's going on. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And God sees it. He sees it but he cares for you and he has good things for you. And we get to trust in him and trust in his word. And so we never want to leave church or any place that we go without giving an opportunity to be a part of God's family because that's why we're here. That's why we're at church. That's why God put us here on the earth, is to help other people know him, to live, love, and look like Jesus. And I want to give everybody an opportunity to do that right now. So let's everybody bow our heads and close our eyes. Maybe this is for somebody listening. And you've never known God's heart for you. You've heard all these statements about how God is love, how God is good, how he cares. But you've never known him personally, and that he personally already knows every detail of your life. He already paid the price for you. And he wants you to be a part of his family. All you have to do is believe with your heart and say a prayer. That says, Lord, I believe that you died and that you rose again for me. And I want to make you my Lord. <laughs> and that's it. You become a part of God's family. And I want to give anyone in here the opportunity to do that. If you said, hey, I want to be a part of God's family for the very first time, I want you to raise your hand. Awesome. Praise God. Praise God. So we're going to pray. Lord, thank you for you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for you being inside of us, God. You're truly our father. You're truly our friend. Thank you for allowing us time to slow down and focus on you. That's why we're here. We thank you for it. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, so today we're gonna do things a little bit differently with worship. And for the message, I just kind of wanted it to be God's word. Because that's <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> his words will last forever. My words. They aren't gonna they're gonna fall flat, but his word will always last forever. And so that's what we wanted to do today, and for our practical application is during the song of worship, uh, we have our song that we love called Jesus Friend Forever, but it's the old Delirious version. I don't know if you guys know Delirious. I love Delirious. Thanks, thanks, Dad. Um, but we got that version. But during this time, instead of the words being up here on the screen, we're going to put scriptures on the screen, and they're gonna be, there's going to be a loop, and. During this time of worship, we're going to have our prayer team right up here. But I encourage you, if you brought your Bible or if you brought your phone, you have the Bible app, take time during this worship song to dig into God's word and hear God speak to you specifically about your situation. If you need healing, look up scriptures on healing. If you need help in finances, look up scriptures on finances. If you need help with doubt and with word, look up scriptures about how God gives you peace. Because it's not just a magical book, it's God speaking to you personally. It's his spirit connecting to your spirit saying, Hey, I've got you. I'm your father. I love you. And so I wanted to take this time because we could have the rest of service, the rest of the day, where Somebody comes up and we talk to some of our prayer team and we all pray and we hear the stories. But the amazing thing about God is he already knows all our stories. He already knows what we need before we even ask him. And so get, let's get his word in our hearts so that we can say just like Jesus. It is written, whenever the devil comes with worry, whenever the devil comes with fear, whenever the devil comes with whatever he tries to attack you with, you can say, hey, it is written by his stripes I am healed. Hey, it is written that I'm the head and not the tail. It is written that he gives me peace and that I don't have to worry. It is written because that's what God says about us. So let's take this time. If our prayer partners want to come on up to the front and during this time of worship, dive into God's word. And let's worship